Jace Armstrong, Kristen Palmer, and Josh Keeler. Josh Keeler? Who's Josh Keeler? What's happening, guys? Never heard of him. How's everybody doing today? Good. Real good. It's a beautiful uh, day. So Jace has never been on the show before. Welcome, Jace. Thank you. Thank you. Great to have you it's here, good buddy. Good to be here. Good to be here. It's and a sunny day. Yes, yeah, sunny, Angeles. beautiful day in L.A. And Keeler uh, also has never been on the show. I'm so stoked for this, though. He is a contributor, however. Um, yeah, he's, he's. we've heard his voice on the show, but he's actually never been in studio. He's been you, a friend of the show. You may remember Keeler from this call. I'm sitting in, sipping champagne on top of a rooftop looking over Los Angeles with giant gear on, dog, and I'm chilling. I'm feeling pretty good about myself. So I got to say, good luck to you next year. Have fun with your payroll. I'll see you. I'm out. <laughs> you're going to just bang on me already? Like, right at no, the first couple was, minutes of the I'm show, not, you're just going to bang on me. How am I banging on That was your phone call that you made to the show. That's yeah, and all. I stand by it. I stand he, by all it. he's doing is holding up a mirror, dude. Yeah. And you, you may also look. remember Josh yeah, from... Two minutes I mean, I've in. seen that face where he's just kind of like, you know, just sitting there, just eyes on the TV and vacant. You know, behind the eyes. I have no clue, but what's going on, Andrew? How you doing, man? Uh, we were just talking about when Josh said you were vacant behind the eyes. Andrew's hanging out in the kitchen right now. You want to comment on that, Andrew? Yeah, I still really have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll leave that one at that. Uh, so, yeah, Josh said he was uh, going to come at me on the show today, I heard from George. And we're three Josh. minutes in. You guys are just banging on me. <laughs> 
<laughs> like Jesus. He was, he was gonna get me, is what he's been saying uh, all over town. Can I ask everybody if you've ever heard the phrase "banging on me"? Because it sounds, it sounds like we're fucking you. It sounds <laughs> well, like it certainly feels it. like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. dude. Of course not. Uh, but I should say that Kristen did send us this clip of you talking really late at night, drunkenly, when we were in Santa Barbara, and everyone was like trying to go to sleep. And you were waxing poetically about like Funky Soul and you about how this? amazing Funky Soul was when we were all when we were all trying to. You're gonna go get to a, sleep. You're gonna get a kick out of this. Now we're definitely banging on you. Yeah. It's like I mean, it makes you guys all want to go to Funky Soul. There's no way that the the conversation started with Josh. Tell me about Funky Soul. Yeah. yeah. Hey, also, also, I wasn't there, but yeah, you were. You were were asleep. You were asleep. It was me. I was on like the chaise lounge, and then it was like uh, Gilly. No, Gilly was sleeping oh, between you and yeah, Kevin, yeah, and then yeah, Josh yeah. was like on the other side okay. of the room. This happened during that uh, hour where I was asleep. Then that night. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I was I, did, I wasn't conscious for that, but I'm pretty sure you were pretty vacant behind the eyes too. Like, <laughs> <you're probably laughs> Points. Confirm that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> well, I just had to play that clip because oh I thought that God. was so funny. <laughs> Kristen had that. So, but back to the issue of the day. Oh man, I'm just like, I had coffee before this and I'm just, and I didn't have food today and I'm Uh-oh. just like very shaky right now. You want me to make you an omelet? Oh yeah, Gilly could make me an omelet. That'd be great. Stefan, Gilly was trying to say something into the microphone. You're just staring at me. <laughs> I was offering to make you an yeah, omelet. Oh, there we go. Oh, I got a cookie. a cookie here. It's all good. Uh, so yeah, I want that clip up top was uh, Hannibal Burris's, uh stand up about Bill Cosby, which of course opened up this whole can of worms going back like a hundred years of Bill Cosby apparently being a rapist. Uh, And new news is coming out like every minute. I just heard this morning that there's this guy that was a fixer at NBC, like a guy that just sort of like fixed problems. His name is Frank Scotty. And he says he arranged cash payments, apartments with models and other women on behalf of the Cosby show from 1984 to 1992. There was a new Playboy Playmate that came out today and uh, really puts everything like in a whole new perspective. We tortured some folks. There was somebody else that just came out actually too today. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, uh, I guess she was on Law and Order. 
so like <laughs> stuff like this like kind of sounds different to me now than it used to i guess like i used to think cosby was just kind of funny and joking but now I'm like, my wife was a beautiful woman before the children came i've never met a more beautiful looking woman in the face in the body and in the mind than my wife then the children came and that curse began to take its toll. <laughs> My wife's face began to change. The corners of her mouth dropped down. Like, I used to be like, oh, Cosby, having a good one. But, like, maybe he's actually serious about everything that he said all these years. Well, there's a lot of weird material out there. It's a lot of weird clues. <laughs> Is this kid just an idiot? Oh, yeah. Have you guys heard the Spanish fly clip? No. Okay. Have you heard it, Jace? No. Well, <laughs> you're about to have your mind absolutely blown. But uh, Spanish fly is basically like what they would call date rape drugs like back in the day. So uh, here's his comedy bit on Spanish fly. Oh, my God. When I was 13, man, start talking about weird things. No, really. Stand on a corner. You know anything about Spanish fly? What? Spanish fly. It always happens when you're 13. Only when you're 13 on up to like when you get married. Guys stand around and talk about Spanish fly. And it never starts with one of the guys on the corner. It's always some strange 13-year-old who says, You know what? You know anything about Spanish fly? No. Okay, first of all, this <laughs> has never happened to anyone except Bill Cosby. Sure yeah. baseball cards at 13 years old. <laughs> no, you weren't talking about Spanish Not fly? Spanish fly. Well, that part I get what he's talking about. Like when you hit 13, that's when people's like older brothers start introducing okay. weird stuff. Like okay. that part I'm like, All right, yeah. so we're still on the same page with cause at this point. Never mind. <laughs> Tell no. me about it. Well, there's this girl, Crazy Mary. You put some in her drink, man. She... <laughs> Yeah, Spanish, oh yeah, that's really groovy, man. Spanish fly is groovy, yeah, boy. From then on, man, anytime you see a girl, what's your eyes on Spanish fly, boy? Go to a party, see five girls standing alone. Boy, if I had a whole jug of Spanish fly, I'd light that corner up over there. <laughs> so I thought it only existed in Philadelphia, you know, and I'm working on I Spy, and Bob and I are working together. Sheldon Lennon comes up, says, boys, I Spy is going to Spain. A childhood dream come true. I'm going to rape all of Spain. I said to Bob, you know, because he don't know nothing about it. I said, hey, Bob, you know what I'm going to pick up when I'm in Spain? He said, Spanish fly. I mean, that's pretty much... I don't know. I don't know. He could still be innocent. <laughs> you still think it's funny, George? <laughs> What's crazy is how much people are laughing in that clip. Like, yeah, that is pretty insane. I don't think anybody's actually listening to what he's actually saying. If, yeah, if you heard that exact set said that exact way from just somebody at an open mic, it would be crickets. People, <laughs> right. people are it like barely makes sense what he's saying. It's like kind of, I guess, funny. Of just like when was that? That was like a hundred years ago, nineteen sixty-seven, I think. Oh, and it's from the album "It's True, It's True." <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I did a joke about date rape drugs, but I did, it was tell it, tell it Stefan. It was really bad. I stopped no, telling no, it no, though because no, it wasn't to. funny. I was just saying that there there are potentially therapeutic uses for the date rape drug between you and your person that you're in a relationship with. You can. 
You're getting it's a stupid joke. It really, <laughs> I don't know why you're gonna. I haven't got to the joke part yet, though. What's the rest? Uh, the, well, he the has. rest of the joke was was pretty much uh, whenever you're having a disagreement, you put slip some date rape into her drink, and she goes to sleep, and then you can go do whatever else you need to do, <laughs> like play video games and sleep. That's funny. That, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah, it was but, innocent, but it was it's hard it, for it people innocent. to detect. The point the is rape, that well, it's messed, yeah, it's messed up to drug someone, but the whole point is that you weren't doing that awful thing. Did oh you, yeah, no, absolutely not. Did you, have, did you have a bit about Crazy Mary and how you wanted to drug her so she goes? Ugh. Yeah, that was the craziest part of the whole thing. All of a sudden, Cosby just starts going. Gooey. He says gooey a lot. Um. So I wanted to. Yeah, get into this a little bit. Like, I I liked what Hannibal was saying about Bill Cosby's like self righteous image as a comedian and how he has like this Teflon image and how he's always you know telling people exactly how to act in the black community, which I thought was especially funny. I don't know if you've seen this picture of him that Janice Dickinson took of him like in a robe. <laughs> But he's in like a pimp robe and he's got like a bottle of malt liquor, a 40 of malt liquor next to him. And this is from the 80s. And this is at the same time that he's saying stuff like this. What are our children doing? Practicing a first language that only they understand on the call. I would wish you you almost see what I'm saying? That's the only part I've been getting so far. See what I'm saying? It sounds like beat poetry with the music in the background. Uh, I, I literally couldn't hear it. It was like porno music. Yeah, this is another... Was that a, were you playing a prank on us? Uh, no, this is another point that I had to make. So that was Bill Cosby talking about how kids on the street, he can't understand what they're saying and they should talk We English can't understand like, him. Pick your pants up. He has way too many bits about people slurring their words and stuff is what I noticed going through his old comedy. Like it totally makes like everything makes so much like sense. he has a great understanding of what a drugged up person looks like or sounds like. Take another drink. Um so <laughs> that's so creepy. It's really creepy. And so Janice Dickinson is the most famous person to come out and make any accusations yet. And, you know, I first heard that I was like, okay, well, Janice Dickinson is like the most insane person that I've ever seen on, on television, like one of the craziest people. But then they dug up this old clip of her talking to Howard Stern when she released her book like 10 years ago or something like that. How long? 2006. 2006. And uh, she said this to Howard Stern. She wasn't able to actually bring up Bill Cosby at the time, but now it like makes a lot more sense. <laughs> did you did you turn down uh, Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby was the only guy I couldn't write about in the book because Harper Collins was afraid of lawsuits. But what happened? Truly. He got you, so he nailed you. <clears throat> you he had was sex, married. You had sex with Bill Cosby. So you, what, you're what you, so you're, funny. You're saying that the book company won't allow you to write about certain people? Too afraid. Too afraid of that one. Wouldn't touch that one. And I don't want to get near that because right. I don't have the shekels that you do or that Cosby does. Are you so I, I'm, I'm afraid not, somebody's going to come I don't, out. I don't know anything out. about this. How, how did he come out? The guy's a bad guy. Let me just say that. He's not a nice guy. He preys on women that just come out of rehab. I'll, I'll say. When yeah. was that? That was 2006. I don't know. I don't know. The, the thing is, it, it's, this is really fucked up. Josh is really fucked up. I mean, George is skeptical. That's the know. shitty thing, though, is like, for, I don't know, pe pe 
the statute of limitation stuff is up, but like you have to like not just. I don't know. When someone says something like that, it should be taken seriously. Even though she's fucking, she's definitely a crazy person and like a fame whore, and it's you know right. that sucks. But I mean, it's a shame that she couldn't have alleged this stuff in her book like eight mm. years ago. Yeah, but I mean, come on though. I mean, if it's that bad, and I'm not picking up for Cosby's <laughs> slack here, I'm just saying that allegations. <laughs> just. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, allegations, especially coming from Janice Dickinson, where she's on the Howard Stern show. But she didn't allege it. And she, she didn't say it there because she wasn't allowed to because she, well, but she, she didn't did. bring it up. She did, but she didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she's obviously trying to, you know, keep things under wraps. But, like, she's on the Howard Stern show, obviously talking about it. So there's no shying away from it. But she did she, shy away from it. No, but like when you go on to a syndicated show like Howard Stern and you start talking on So you're that saying subject. she was just trying to like light a fire. Yeah, exactly. Sell some books, exactly. Trying to sell books. That wasn't in the book. It wasn't in the book, yeah. Um, I had brain damage. <laughs> that's Cosby's excuse. That must be, imagine like take it all down into something like way less serious. If you just like stepped on someone's foot who was famous and you thought you thought they were super cool and then you're gonna run into them all over the place and you're like fuck like or they stepped on your foot or whatever that's the that makes yeah. more sense they step on your foot it's an awkward moment every time you see them you're gonna be thinking like they stepped on my foot but what i'm not gonna call them out for stepping on my foot they're this big person i have dreams i have hopes i have all these things i'm trying to do that's like one thing in your life, but there's a thousand other things going on. It's not like black and white. Where they give you a drink. Next thing you know, they're stepping on your foot. Take <laughs> another drink. I don't know. I, I guess the thing this. I don't understand, though, is if somebody, a legend like Bill Cosby. Yes. Who. Legend. Had, we can all agree. Th- yeah. And Trash they had like. Legend. Ken- Kennedy Center honors for this guy. They've done all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, how is it just coming to light now? I know that there was a track record of it for the past like 20, 30 something <laughs> odd years. I'm just saying, how is it just all coming to a head now? Well, that's the fascinating part about it is that there, the clips like the one we played with Janice Dickinson and there's so many different like lawsuits. There's so many people who have talked about it, but people just kind of like dismiss it for some reason. And then finally Hannibal comes out something about a comedian calling out another comedian black comedian for whatever reason takes off are you are you going to talk about he recently like this past weekend did a show in <clears throat> florida yeah they gave him a yeah. standing ovation no this was and, in australia but yeah. oh was it okay yeah. yeah and like they interviewed people who went to the show and it was like they were saying that this whole rape allegation thing was like a left wing conspiracy to take down like a good man and the like take another drink (laughs) (laughs) you got it Cosby (laughs) I I think everyone is like people are just generally confused on how to feel because like Keeler was telling us he's a huge Cosby fan like everyone else he's a great I grew up with Dr. Yeah he's hilarious right (laughs) or like Don Lemon on CNN I think was uh, probably a big Cosby fan because I've seen him interviewing Cosby a few times and so he was defending Cosby in this clip here when he told the woman that uh, the woman should have bit Cosby's dick can I ask you this because mm-hmm. we and, and, mm-hmm. and please I don't I don't mean to be crude okay yeah because I know some of you and you said this last night that he you lied to him and said I have an infection mm-hmm. and if you rape me or if you do if you have intercourse mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. me then you will probably get it and give it to your wife right. and you said he would he made you perform oral sex. Right. You, you know, there are ways not to perform oral sex if you <laughs> oh, want to do it. Um, I was kind of stoned at the time, mm-hmm. and quite honestly, that didn't even enter my mind. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Now I wish it would have. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Right. But uh, yeah. Meaning mm. the using of the teeth, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I didn't even think of it. <laughs> that's a ten so, million um, dollar out. dick right there. That's you don't want to bite that. <laughs> that also could have gotten her in a way worse situation too. Like that could have gotten her. I don't know. I don't oh, yeah. know. Exactly. She's yeah, scared. You need to just get get it done and get well, it done. Well, it's like what the fuck? Like <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. That guy. Apologized. We tortured some folks. <laughs> That guy apologizes. Stefan takes the mic away to just hold it under his mouth. <laughs> and just Points! stare at me. <laughs> uh, that guy apologized and then came out and was like, I, I was molested as a kid. Like, of course. Oh, yeah. I'm that's what you have to say when you say something yeah, fucked and he's up. Like, I was molested I, as a kid. I wish I'd bit his dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, um, I was well, molested as a kid by Bill Cosby, too. I be, I be Jace, are you coming out right now and saying this? I was a huge fan too, Josh. Uh, no, I, I'm not going to. Uh, all right. Well, I think we got Don Lemon making me sound good. That's great. Oh. <laughs> uh, so we got some callers on the phone right now. I believe the lines are lit up here. It's been a crazy day talking about Bill. Uh, so we're going to go ahead. We're going to get on the line. The fall of an icon. Take another drink. The tragic. So, hello, caller. Do we have you on the line? Uh, hello. Hey, what's going on? You're on with Chris and George in the morning. Hey, caller. Thanks for calling. Okay, great. Well, I just want to speak on what you were talking about, the using of the teeth. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, using teeth. Uh, for... I actually was uh, in prison for a little bit. I don't like to talk about it, but there was a situation where I was forced, and I did use the teeth, and that was the most awful experience. Have you ever had a man's fully engorged face ripped off? In your mouth, the amount of blood that just comes from that. No. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm assuming it's a ton of blood. Yeah, because all the blood like rushes down to the to the wiener, right? And that's a lot of blood there. It's like a popping just, balloon. Imagine just eating balloon. a raw steak. Just trying to eat a raw steak that's just, but it's alive still. It's attached to the cat. Wait, so why were you trying to swallow the dick after you bit it? <laughs> I was very hungry. The prison food was not good. Not good. I was just in there for a little bit. I have a really uh, hardcore gluten allergy. Did, did and that's you, all that was in the bread and the potatoes. Did you bite? With did you bite it off because uh, because you were defending yourself or because you were hungry? It was a little from column A and a little from column B, in all honesty, but mostly from column A. Sorry, you were breaking up right there. I couldn't hear you. Could you repeat that? Uh, mostly, it was to defend myself from the act of rape, but then also I was hungry. <laughs> Okay. There you go. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so prisoners are that bad, huh? Cool. Uh, well, thanks for letting us know. We didn't. I had no idea about that. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't just just go along with it. That's my advice. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, we're gonna have to cut you off. We're gonna go on to the next caller. You're on with Chris and George in the morning. Hello, how's it going? My name's Crazy Susan. Oh, Wait, Crazy Susan? That's Crazy Susan. Yeah, I'm Crazy Mary. Crazy sister. Mary. Oh, okay. Oh, man, Crazy Mary's sister is on the line. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exactly like Cosby said she did. Yeah. I, I want you to know that Bill Cosby's a bad man. <laughs> My sister's now in Susan, Susan, are you still on Spanish flag right now? This is just no, he never did. Me is how we sound in my family. Oh, okay. Man, this was a spot on impression that Bill Cosby did of Crazy Mary. So maybe she wasn't on Spanish flag. Maybe that's just how she sounds. Yeah. 
Cosby, right again. <laughs> That's what we're learning from these. Love guys. that guy. Yeah. Wow. What was what was the title of the album? Uh, it's true. It's true. There you go. Uh, so how old are you now? Like sixty, seventy? I'm sixty-two. <laughs> I'm sixty-two, and I still live in Philadelphia. <laughs> Wait a minute. This sounds a lot like Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, is that you? I don't know, but everybody loves Jello. <laughs> okay. All right. We don't. Wow. Thanks for calling, Bill. I uh, hope you don't mind wow. this episode. We're taking you down a little. <laughs> All right. We're going to go on to the next caller here. Hello. You're on with Chris and George in the morning. Hey, uh, I was just calling about that guy's uh, date rape, rape drug joke. Yeah, Stefan. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Hey. Hey, yeah, no, uh, I agree with you. Uh, I think it's a it's a great tool. You can use it as a great tool to get things done if you're an overburdened dad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that's not uncommon. People do give their children a little bit of uh, cough medicine and go to sleep. No, the wife, the kids, you just <laughs> dose them up real good. You get home, you know, you're going to sit down to dinner. It's the first thing you do, you dose them up, and then an hour later, you know, everybody's crashed out into their potatoes. And uh, <laughs> Sir, you, you do, re- you you do realize that's illegal, highly illegal. Drugging up your What's family? illegal about it? I love my family. I'm not doing it out of malice. It's just a lot of stuff that needs to get done, and it's uh, <laughs> you know, just good. Good. You can be more productive in a state of peace. So, Stefan, what do you have to say to that? Uh, I, I do not condone. I, I'm sorry. I brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to agree with you. I'm an idiot. Is this kid just an idiot? What's that? Caller? Do we still? I'm here still. Yeah, I just got real five of a sudden. <laughs> Uh yeah, Stephen. Do you, Stephen, do you think you want to bring that joke back or work it out or bring anything? Bring it back. No, <laughs> caller. Uh, did you start doing that before or after you heard that joke? Uh, <laughs> was that like? Yeah, oh. Has Stephen inspired? Uh... I know. I immediately heard it just now. I went back in time five years, and then I started doing it as a regular practice, and I'm just reporting on it now. You're just catching up. Wow. Thanks for listening to the show and then traveling back into the past. (laughs) That's cool. Well, that was, that was, see, I just can't imagine how much more productive I would be with a quiet family. And that's what I found out. You know, I I was, at the time, I was able to build a time machine. And now I can advance science so much. Wow. I guess that, yeah, that must have really helped you out then. What did you do? What did you do differently when you went back in time? Uh, I just started building my family. What do you mean? What? Uh, just, then, that's the only change you made is drugging your family. You didn't do anything else to improve your life. Oh, I, I got uh, fifty thousand gamer points on my Xbox Live tag. <laughs> okay, points! <laughs> thanks for calling in. All right, thanks, caller. We're gonna go to one more caller here with Chris and George in the morning. Uh, just give me. Oh shit! Hold on a second. Okay, caller was not prepared. Probably been waiting on the line a little while here. Yeah, he, he, he sounds <laughs> like you're on the toilet. Bro. The caller's waiting like an hour or so. So sometimes they're not really ready. Hello. No, I I just was changing. I'm. Uh, I just I just had a baby and now I'm experiencing a curse. Uh, oh no! Are the corners of your I'm, mouth going down? What's that? Are the corners of your mouth going down? Yeah. They're starting to turn. I'm, uh, oh, no. I'm turning no. into a gross creature now, a mother. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, me, oh, my. This is, I never asked for this. Can you resist it? Know. Put the kid back inside. Resist. Resist it. 
Is that what it's going to take? Do I have to put this baby back inside of me just definitely, to be loyal? Definitely. I don't know. I'm just thinking like that's, you know, reversing a curse. Like, <laughs> How beautiful you, were you before you got pregnant? You sound beautiful. Uh, my name is Gwyneth Paltrow. Maybe oh, no. You're familiar. <laughs> really, it worked. Absolutely. Right? You don't sound like Gwyneth Paltrow at yeah, all. You sound like the, you I know. don't anymore because of this goddamn curse of motherhood. <laughs> I'm a man. Uh, no. We tortured some folks. Uh, um, I don't know what to do. I've got to find the gypsy to, to undo this curse. Well, hopefully your husband will love you, uh, you know, for, for who you are, not what you look like anymore after you've had some kids like Bill Cosby. But I guess not because Gwyneth Paltrow is getting a divorce, like as we speak. Take another drink. That's right. Oh, do my God. Chris Martin. Do you think that when women get an abortion, they become more beautiful? That's what the gypsy told me. Oh, oh so you found one. You were unsatisfied <laughs> with the first one. You were trying to find another. Yeah, I just she said that if I, in order to get back to normal, I have to have fifteen abortions. <laughs> you should definitely go to another gypsy. That does not sound yeah. like good advice. I, I would say or congratulations healthy. on the baby. Well, I don't know what to do. I think I'm gonna try to chop it up and shove it back inside. <laughs> oh man, Jesus. Okay, God. thanks, caller. That was a good one. Uh, good caller there. Thanks, callers. That was, it was nice having you on. Uh, so I actually have my own, uh, somebody called into the show. I know there's been lots of allegations and I have some special leaked audio from Bill Cosby in one of these exchanges. Now the woman actually kind of like the caller earlier sounds a lot like Bill Cosby. I don't know if he was just attracted to women that sounds like him or whatnot. So try to distinguish between the two, but this is the leaked audio from uh, Bill Cosby tape. If you think that I was put on this earth to be your slave, you've got another thing coming. So that's the woman. Another drink. I mean, I mean, when, when did we mean? I beg your pardon? I understand it. I mean, when did we mean? Now you are ready to put your face in a place that was never built for your face. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Pretty fucked up. I definitely think he's he did it now. Did that convince you, Josh? <laughs> what? I never backed him up and said that I think he's fully innocent. I'm just, I'm just not down for, you know, people just slinging shit on forums like Howard Stern and then wanting to be taken seriously for it. Hmm. You don't take what? Stern seriously. It's just somebody talking to a radio host. It's about okay. what honestly. I'm just happened. saying that there's other ways to do it. I'm I'm not backing up what Cosby did. I'm not saying you should look at all the ways people did it though, and none of them worked. So it's just it's just shitty. Like there's no good way to report it. Are yeah. you? Are you possibly, versus a celebrity? Are you possibly sympathizing with Cosby? Everyone banging. He's, he's having a hard time. Everyone banging, banging on Cosby, on Cosby <laughs> because you have been banged on recently. Points. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I'm not. I'm not backing up. Um, you know, I, I don't think. I, it, look, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? And I think that there's a lot of goddamn smoke in this case. But what's your favorite Cosby Show moment? Man, uh, <laughs> probably when Theo. <laughs> Theo needed to get some money because he wanted to live on his own. So he has a heart-to-heart with uh, Dr. Huxt. And they sit down, and he's slowly but surely losing all of his money for rent, for this, that, and the other. And Theo finally realizes that he can't leave home. Mm. That's it. 
sounded like the only Cosby memory. Yeah, it's so nice to. I got a couple. I got a couple. Uh, the time where they tried to cheer cheer Claire up because she was sick in bed, so they performed like a dance routine for her, just to make her feel uh, part of the family. She was sick, I guess. Um, there's another one where Mom, you're part of the family. Yeah, there's another one where. Let's see, there was a cake downstairs and somebody got in trouble for eating too much cake. <laughs> Take another drink. So many, uh, so many good Yeah, ones. so many good, so many good. I had brain damage! Um, well, I guess that's pretty much it for Cosby. When we come back, we're going to talk about digital sex. We're going to talk a little, bit, a little bit about Thanksgiving. Yes. You got some stuff to say, George? Oh, no, I, yeah, I was just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> George is on the rails again. Let me say this really quick. You can email us, uh, Chris and George in the morning at gmail.com. You can call me on my phone, 818-292-5045. Leave me a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. That's right. <laughs> we're looking for <laughs> interns. We're, lo- we're looking for interns. We're looking for endorsements. Uh, George, for someone that wants to do this little segment so bad, you're so bad at doing it. <laughs> I thought we were going to do this after the break. He surprised me again. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we also have a we also have a voicemail from John George's old roommate. Uh, he left a couple of voicemails for me talking about the um, recording of George jacking off that he made when they used to live together. Uh, so we'll get back to that as well in just a couple minutes on Chris and George in the morning. See you after this rebel break. Ribbit, ribbit. Hey, it's the legendary Frog Prince. Yeah? I bet you want me to kiss you. No. Actually, Princess, I'm feeling a little sluggish. A Red Bull energy drink is really what I want. All right. As long as you still turn into a prince. (laughs) Oh, thank God. You're totally beefy. Wait, where are you going? I want to check out the other princesses. Keep my options open. Excuse me. Typical prince. Red Bull gives you wings. Well, don't expect Red Bull to grow wings on your back and actually make you fly. It helps to temporarily restore mental alertness or wakefulness when experiencing fatigue or drowsiness. Just so you know. Hello, this is Bill Cosby, and you are listening to Chris and George in the morning. What's up, everybody? How was that Red Bull break for you, George? Uh, delicious. I got tons of energy. Did you think of some stuff that you want to say to the audience? Yeah. Um, I, want to, I want to tell everybody to remember to email us at chrisandgeorgeinthemorning at gmail.com. I already said that one, yeah. Just hammering it in there. We've gotten two emails since we started the show. And they're both from Stefan's yeah, girlfriend. All, all from, t- from Tumblr or Stefan's girlfriend. Um, and also call us. Don't forget to call us. And also something we ch- we're trying to force on everyone, but we really like the idea of it. Something we wanted to do like week two. We chopped up Gilly's fart week two. We, we, we want you guys to send us your farts, guys. Send us your farts in an email. Record your farts. Thanksgiving's coming up. You should have a lot of farts. Jason, you heard that? That's actually you, Gilly's fart. Do right you want to know why That's I'm so Gilly's happy? I could, I'm looking at all you guys. You're unfazed. Jace doesn't know. And I'm just thinking... My farts in Jace's ear right now. <laughs> Do it again, Matt. Please stop. <laughs> we tortured some folks. Yeah, so if you send us your Thanksgiving farts, uh, we will go ahead and compensate you with a free Red Bull. Yeah, a free Red Bull, and we'll play your fart on the air, guys. A free Red Bull? 
free Red Bulls if you send us your farts. You guys better go to Costco. (laughs) (laughs) It's only one Red Bull per person, Gilly, no matter how many farts you send. Okay, okay, good to know, (laughs) good to know. I'm going to earn the shit out of that one Red Bull. Uh, So I wanted to get into a couple things that we were talking about last week. Using Uh, farts for energy. (laughs) Make sure we got you on the mic here, Jace. Go ahead and then talk into that nice and loud for me. Using farts for energy. (laughs) Can you say that again? Again. Using farts for an alternative source of energy there we go (laughs) (laughs) gotta make sure we get those good jokes in there (laughs) all right so uh george told the story last week about his roommate uh taping him while he was jerking off uh so here's a quick reminder of what that was all about and i see my roommate there laughing and then he's got the camera he's got this new camera that he had he's giggling what are you doing george what are you doing george i'm like freaking trying to jerk off what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> and then i was laughing played it off really i played it off like it, like it didn't doesn't bother sound me at like all. playing it off uh, played it yelling off. at him like i'm masturbating <laughs> well i acted like, like it then here's the thing is that george started getting worried this was going to turn into a viral video <laughs> well this this is the thing is that the video was so clean right like there, oh. I, I wasn't naked or anything it was so clear the audio was so perfect he showed it to me and it was clear that I was like oh. fucking about to jerk off. Oh. And so I was so upset. I, the next day I went into his room and I found his camera. Because this was on a DV tape. Like this back was on a DV day. tape. Back I found his camera and I, it, was, yeah, it wasn't on his cell phone. Uh, I looked it up. I re- rewound the video, looked it up, and then taped over it with like a Al-Qaeda-esque uh, threat. <laughs> you didn't get to the part where I saw his video... Uh, log to his girlfriend. I thought that was really funny. Well, yeah, but I mean, that wasn't really <laughs> relevant to the story, so I didn't put that in there. You guys all remember that from last week? Vaguely, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Adi, John. Okay. Adi told me that story. <laughs> oh, did I? Before last week, yeah. Yeah, I love that story. It's really funny. Uh, so, John actually <laughs> called into the show and he wanted to clarify. He wanted to like tell the story from his angle, oh, I guess. John. So, here it is. Oh, yeah, so living with George isn't necessarily the best, but I don't say the worst. And some, some bad things or weird things happen that probably wouldn't happen with other roommates. Uh, in this instance, I was in my room on the phone in the dark, quiet, having like an hour-long conversation with the girlfriend I was dating for six years, like having a breakup phone call, right? And so it was terrible. So, you know, I felt like shit. You know, who knows? We are both crying on the phone. I don't know. But I was in my room in the dark, and so he didn't realize I was home. He's in the living room um, with his back facing bedrooms on his computer. And uh, I come walking out. I don't know where I was going to go, but I come walking out, like, feeling like shit. Like, just feeling like terrible. Six-year relationship going down the drain. What a waste, right? And then well, I look up, and I realize he's, he's jerking off in the living room with his back to me. And it's not that I can see it happening. I could just see his body like hunched over and his arm moving oh. <laughs> and instantly like, took me out of my mood it was hilarious it made the night um so it was a bad thing but kind of good like you know it definitely it made my night like it was hilarious it made the week telling everybody about it uh all my friends who are also his friends and cousins of his uh, i guess in that instance he was the weird roommate but i was probably the shittier roommate because uh it, you know, I uh, told people about it. 
Yeah, I'm That's pretty here funny. to lift my roommates up. Yeah, this any way guy I can. Loves to see you masturbate. <laughs> no, he was. It lifts his with it. spirits when he's the most upset he's ever been, and then also he needs to record it surely to watch again. He wanted to. He wanted to share it and have it go viral. He like he told like that's I, bad. But so take another drink. So this got us kind of like talking about sex and stuff. And, you know, George has a very serious girlfriend now, but he was single at one point in his life. And we were talking about the days in his old apartment. I will confirm that. And um, we started talking about sex playlists. And <laughs> George started playing me some of the songs from his sex playlist. I still have and, it on my iPod. Yeah. You know, I listen to really, we all listen to lame probably music. when, Like I listen to like Bell and Sebastian, like way too like. Uh, when you're boning? Like sensual, like emotional music. And that's just me. But uh, these are the songs from George's sex playlist. Uh <laughs> Here we go. I mean, you guys will know these tracks, but this is the first one. Oh my God, my nipples are so hard. See? <laughs> oh, George, stop! Gosh, wait, what's happening? <laughs> George, did this work? I, I mean, it wasn't going to stop anything that was already happening. I don't know. <laughs> I, Jordan, I, I love it. I fucking love right? it. Yeah, Would you be into that, choice. Gilly? Yeah, I'd be super into it. In general, though, when someone like goes to put on music, I think I think it's pretty weird. <laughs> it's like a, it, a, it's got to be playing it's already. It's like a sex scene yeah. from a 90s R&B movie. <laughs> it, it's something that I... That I used to do when I was single but I would never do now it was just like a fun like a fun thing but also I didn't I, I shared the room with John you know like he, he there was only a small thin door in between like where we actually went to John's sleep. always so, hiding trying to catch you jerking yeah off. you know John <laughs> likes me likes to hear me jerk off so um, imagine what he's doing I'm actually boning but yeah, I mean George made the good point that uh, he just didn't want to give girls the wrong idea by putting on something about love yes yes I don't want to oh, yes okay. no like only if, boner only boning yes, yeah. No, yeah it was just like a, a girl that, so, I, that we both knew there wasn't going to be anything like serious like why am i going to have a song right. that's talking about like how much i want to look into her eyes and i love her and stuff that's, so here's track two her. track two look into your eyes. Dude, this is Hot Boys by Missy Elliott. I mean, the song is called Hot Boys. <laughs> so that was mostly just the song title that made you into it? <laughs> don't let the title fool you. This one gets the ladies going. Let me Let me ask you something, though. Does it make you... Does this song make you feel sexy? Oh, yeah. Then it's a good song, Yeah, man. yeah. I mean... Oh, yeah. I thought... I don't know. I just... Thought that was a good cut right there. <laughs> anything, anything Missy Elliott is. Yeah. George turns into 50 Cent when he's having sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one here. I want to go back to school and talk to my guidance counselor in high school and be like, oh shit. Listen, I've got a question for you. Uh, we're going to have to wait a second on this one. I guess it's a weird clip. The song will start, though, I promise. That was the one. That was the one. I was, that was the one. I've been doing it for a couple weeks now. Uh, How many films have you made? Uh, <laughs> All right, well, George, whatever. did this really turn the ladies on? I mean, this one. <laughs> This is from so hard. That one is actually the best one that he had. Also, it was like one that I was kind of down with was a Rilo Kylie song, mm. Moneymaker. But uh, sorry, man, <laughs> we can't, I can't help you out. I tried. Uh, that was a good one. So this is the next one. Oh, 
Like, so what did girls do? Does anyone ever say anything to you about this? <laughs> it's just like, it's just fun. Somebody just, said something. It's just fun. We're just just trying to an idiot? Are you blasting this music? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like, I don't want John to hear also, and it's like, it's a whole while, thing. While you're, bang, while, you, while you're banging on? While you're banging on? <laughs> yeah. Everything you want. Everything. I like how you already have the sex noises in the music. Just to remind you what we did. This is another two life crew song. <laughs> yeah. It got into a stretch of two life crew songs. It was basically heavily heavy on the two life crew. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask how like what is your process? Can you like give us the bullet points of the night like Take another drink. Take you, you you're out drinking. <laughs> You yeah, I was saying, Bill, he kind of sounds a little bit like a Cosby with these tracks going. You you bring a girl home, you know, you, you guys like each other, maybe you start fooling around, you go to your room, and then you just play that song and just yeah, like... No, like, it would, always ha- it would always be on, like, my iPod. It would, it would be, like, very quick. I would have my iPod charged and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and it was like... I mean, there were a few times where I caught myself where it was too too cheesy, too too on the nose. Just kidding. But I slowly stopped doing it. You know, it was it was fun for a time, but it was it was kind of silly. You had to wean off of it. <laughs> My for real dream is to have sex to the Monster Mash. <laughs> you never have. No. I've heard you talk about that before. I haven't been having sex since I came up with that dream. So like, two, oh. things, two things have to... Uh, they haven't combined yet. Two things have to combine. Have you That's tried? That's for Gilly's secret admirer out there. Another tip. A boom box with the, like, the say anything moment with John Cusack. Just the monster mash. What is it about, what is it about the monster mash that gets you going? It is, it is quite honestly my favorite song. Mm, maybe you were meant for like Boris Karloff. Oh, Too bad he's Don't say dead. that. Wow, wow, wow. So you get it. George yeah, gets it. I get it. I'll try. I'll throw that in a uh, new playlist. So Thanksgiving is coming up soon, guys. Oh, yeah. Can you pass that gravy? Is everybody going home to enjoy Thanksgiving with their families? Yeah. I think Josh already left. Oh yeah, yeah. Keeler, oh, I forgot to say that. <laughs> Keeler left. He, he actually he had to go to work, but he seemed pretty pissed off as soon as the mics turned off. He just like sort of gave me a bump. He was like, "Yeah, that was fun." The last thing he said, <laughs> the last thing he said was, "He didn't even give me a chance to take him down." Well, I mean, yeah, it's my show. <laughs> Why would I give him a chance to take me down? That's like really. Gotta fight for it. I mean, he did. I, he he could have come over. I told him he's like, I got these clips I want to play on the show. I was like, cool, man. I'm gonna wake up at like ten, start working on it, and then he came at two exactly when the show started. Yeah. I don't know what he want, else he wanted me to do. I don't know. Yeah. And he also was talking trash for like a week to you <laughs> and to Andrew, my roommates, expecting them not to say anything to me. <laughs> I, I yeah, I thought it was really funny. He he said that he was he he his plan was to to send to talk to Matt early and give Matt all the clips, but I don't think he knew that Matt doesn't chop any of the clips. Matt just shows up. Which is the Chris does everything. <laughs> Is this kid just an idiot? I mean, is he just an idiot? And Matt has just sworn allegiance to Chris, as you can see. Uh, so is, uh, everyone's going home then? Uh, Jace lives here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, I am going to Lake Isabella. Oh, oh fun. that's where I go for Thanksgiving. Nice. nice. Yeah. Gilly, what's going on with you and your family? I know you guys are on the outs. Guys- um, 
we're on we're on the ends. You're on the ends we're now. We're on the ends. Uh, I uh, I uh, we're having it on Friday. We're in LA because oh, cool. I'm from LA. Yeah. We're having it on Friday, so I'm really excited because in in Redondo Beach, no less. So really not that far. So I get to have a friend's giving for the first time in a really long time. That's Pretty cool. Excited. If anybody wants to come over on Thursday, if we got any uh, non travelers, come be on traveling. over. I think, I think all our families are doing it on Thursday. Yeah, the actual date of the <laughs> yeah. holiday. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so there was this uh, Craigslist post. What about Kristen? Oh yeah, Kristen. I know what she's doing. Oh, okay. No, I don't actually. What am Maybe I doing? You're going with, what am I doing? Are you going to Alex's or are you going to your house? I'm going to Alex's. Yeah. Mm, see, that was going to be my guess. That was a good guess. What are you doing, Stephen? I'm going to San Luis Obispo. Cool. Sick. That's where Stephen yeah, lives. Andrew, what are you doing? <laughs> going back to St. Louis. Nice. Oh, Matt, Matt, what are you doing? Uh, I don't talk on the show. <laughs> 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 uh, so this convicted felon on Craigslist <laughs> is advertising. Uh, he's advertising a date to piss off your family. It, the, the Craigslist post is called Alone on Thanksgiving? Mad at your dad? Read on. Men for women in East Nashville. And it says... It's Thanksgiving. Want to skip that long, insulting conversation about how you're still single, about how your parents really want more grandchildren? Well, look no further. I'm a 28-year-old felon with no high school degree, a dirty old van, one year younger than me, painted like Eddie Van Halen's guitar. I can play anywhere between the ages of 20 and 29, depending on if I shave. I'm a line cook and work late nights at a bar. If you'd like to have me as your strictly platonic date for Thanksgiving, but have me pretend like we've been in a very serious, long relationship to torment your family, I'm game. Take another <laughs> drink. That's pretty cool. He's probably thinking too. He's gonna work that in. He's gonna be charming and funny and like work it into like a real date. Yeah, maybe he'll, they'll fall in love. Yeah, it sounds like the premise for a rom com. <laughs> and in the picture, the guy's wearing a Rush T-shirt. Will he play like a gay boyfriend? Um, it says men for women, George. Sorry. <laughs> if you really want to piss off your family. Yeah. Like Some families. Uh, Some, yeah, not all families. Yeah, if your family's homophobic, yeah. Accepting. Uh, we tortured some folks. Is he trying? You think he's like jumping on the Charles Manson train? Like that guy, that guy got a lady. I know. I was thinking about that for myself actually this last week. I was like, <laughs> Me too, buddy. You me were too. thinking about me? Oh, fuck you, Stefan. Uh, well, there's like the homeless guy down the street has a lady that he's been sleeping with on the mattress that they have laying out there. Yeah, they, they, Charles they, Manson's getting married. <laughs> What's I wonder what that. What's on that on that dude's sex playlist? <laughs> Uh, cars, cars driving by. <laughs> yeah, it's Josh. Some cats in heat. The hobo, the hobo sex playlist. <laughs> in that tent. Favorite, Not even. Their favorite song is Josh bopping down the street. <laughs> well, here's the thing. He actually lives on an island with his lady. It's kind of beautiful. What, George? <laughs> they said something to me. It's a I median. Parked, I parked right next to that median, and I was wearing just a sports bra. And workout pants because I just come from the gym and I am filthy. Hey ma, I, hey ma. They, yeah, they said something to me and I did that thing where like I you know looked around was like an, ready to like be defensive <laughs> and I looked and whatever they said must have not been that bad and they were both looking at me like. Oh. If it like, makes you feel any better, I walked by them one time at night and the lady was taking a shit in a bucket and then <laughs> as I was walking by she just went. Oh great! <laughs> she was really embarrassed that I saw her you taking didn't a knock. shit. Or it was just a great shit. Points! <laughs> <laughs> oh great! 
I see that the phones are lighting up here. We got some more callers on the line, so I wanted to make sure we, we got to everybody. You know, we don't have that many fans on the show. I think we had like uh, sixty listens last week or something. Yeah, we're down to sixty. Three of those were me. <laughs> oh man, I think I refreshed. two of them were me. I kept I accidentally things. closing the window. Or shit, and then I had to reopen it. Yeah. Uh, Some okay. Of these callers so, have been on hold as long as five minutes. Thanks for waiting, caller. You're on with Chris and George in the morning. Hi, I'm sorry about that. It's really busy over here. We're getting ready for the rush. Um, my name's Samantha, and I work at uh, the Echo, which is actually where Funky Soul takes place. Mm-hmm. Oh. And um, I just uh, thank you so much for the advertising. That's really awesome. We're really trying to get people to come in more and more. Um, I just needed to dispel this rumor. And it's not a big deal. The drinks are actually on the right. <laughs> oh. So if you could all just get your friend Josh to I just think, get it fucking right. I think he's actually correct, right though. The drinks are on the left. I think it depends on where you're coming from. Yeah, if you're coming from the bathroom, they're on the right. No, the drinks are always on your right. No, no. On the right is where people are. The bar is a rolling bar on wheels. We move it around constantly to orient it based on where the people are dancing. Drinks are always on the right. And people are at, dancing at the on the echo. right. Break dancing's on the right. I mean, I've been to Funky Soul a lot of times, and I remember walking in, and exactly like Josh said, there's some people <laughs> going crazy to the right, there's the bar to the left, and then out back, there's the DJ going off. Into the Los Angeles sky night. And there's definitely condensation <laughs> on the wall. What do you there have to say about that? There is on the wall. There is tr- break dancing on the right. <laughs> also, the drinks are on the right. Is, this, okay? is, the, is the line out front, or is it out back? Look, I don't even believe that you work at Funky Soul because the drinks are on the left. You know what? You're not welcome in the Funky Soul anymore. Oh, no! Man, Chris, that was my group. only shot at me and chicks. Chris, we, had, we had a sponsor. <laughs> I need this, we man. We had a sponsor locked in and you fucking ruined it. Wasn't, didn't you have a good run once where you like made out with a chick at Funky Soul like three times in a row or something? I saw the fourth time. <laughs> we tortured some folks. Uh, okay, all right. Next, no. Next caller. Yeah, we're going to the next caller here. You're on with Chris and George in the morning. Uh, yes, hello. Hey. Hello. Hi. Thanks for calling in, caller. Yes. Uh, hi there. This is uh, Alan Glory of uh, Average White Man. Uh, listen, you got... T- you gotta tell your friend Josh to stop bastardizing, pick up the pieces like that. So he, <laughs> the way he says it, it sounds like shit. Song- oh, that's the song. Pick up the pieces. Who is that by? That's the song. Yeah, that's, that's I wrote that song. Bud, that's what your song sounds like to my man. He only remembers no. that one part. There's a, there's a actually a lot more memorable parts to that song. Is there a part that also goes? Is that true? Is that the same song? They're all terrible. Okay, okay, okay. We have a very prominent caller on the line of musician. I don't want to. Are you still on, sir? Hello? Oh, we fucking lost him. Okay, we'll go on to the next caller. Thanks for calling in, buddy. It was nice to hear from you. Okay, you're on with Chris and George in the morning. Hello, this is Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Oh, wow. Hey, Dr. Ruth. Dr. Dr. Ruth. Ruth. Calling in. Yes, I'm very old and near death, but I'm listening to your show. (laughs) Thanks. I'm calling about George's uh, playlist. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Is that weird? It it showcases very many things deep in the psyche about George. (laughs) I would love uh, to hear what those are. (laughs) 
He's uh, first of all, he has a fear of commitment. It's clear <laughs> by the song list. Ooh, well, that actually is you know, true. Dr. He's getting Ruth, over it. But you, are do you think that really? No, let me ask you a question, George. Do you think really by a song choice that a woman will fall in love with you and get the wrong idea? <laughs> <laughs> that was my point. I, my thing is, it's not. It's not that I think that it's some kind of magic spell that'll make her fall in love with me, Doctor Ruth. Uh, I'm just saying. Ask I think that I don't want to put that in her head. You know. No, ask yourself truthfully. Just are be you honest. Protecting her? No, are you protecting her? Are you protecting you? <laughs> yeah, I'm protecting them. They don't want to want to be with me. Are you sure? Be honest. It's about honesty. <laughs> I had brain damage. <laughs> I guess I just want to get. Uh, I wanted to be as. Uh, I don't know. As carnal. <laughs> yeah, he wanted it to be carnal, Dr. Ruth. That's the, that's only to protect your heart. Oh, yeah, maybe the carnal thing was only because you were afraid you're, of you're, letting someone in. It's for sending off the women with your penis <laughs> and protecting your heart. I think so too. I, you know, saving it for the right one, you know. Dr. Ruth. Well, it's time for me to die now. <laughs> wait, wait, Dr. Ruth, before you... <laughs> what about... Uh, hold on, before you die, maybe... My last moment with you. Can you give me some advice on my love life? I mean, Charles Manson is going to be married, and the homeless well, guy down the street has found love, and I'm still single. Oh, well, actually, I'm here with Charles Manson now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he asked me to come in to do some last-minute counseling. And uh, um, now that I'm dying, I can pass the phone to him. Okay. It's been a good life. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Dr. Ruth just sad. died. <laughs> I, th I thought she meant that she was going to expire of old age, but she was actually referring to a, a murder. Was I'm going to gonna miss her. Oh. Oh, my God. It's Charles Manson on the phone. Hello. She was a good woman. You hey just guys. killed Dr. Ruth? No, she died of her own accord, but I did send, I did squeeze on her a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's, I think you did kill her. You squeezed her to death, uh, son of a bitch. I'm glad to be talking to you guys. I just wanted to drop my playlist. Uh, okay. While we were on the subject, I heard you guys talking about it earlier. We were going over the show after uh, some of our uh, relationship issues here. Mm -hmm. And uh, so if I could, yeah, the first one on the list is Green Day's Good Riddance. <laughs> <laughs> are these songs specifically for Sharon Tate or for your new girlfriend? Yeah, you kill it. These are women that you ended up killing. Uh, no, this is just uh, you know my current playlist for my new wife. Oh, okay. Good riddance. <laughs> yeah. Weird first song, and also just a weird song to have sex to. Yeah, <laughs> That's it's like what you listen to at your high school graduation. Hey, well, I don't judge your songs, all right? <laughs> Thanks. I'm not judging your Bell and Sebastian, okay? Points! <laughs> Speaking of which, Bastille's next on the list. What's that? Bastille's Pompeii. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, You're into some new tracks as well, yeah. That song just connects with your soul, you know? Uh -huh. Actually, yeah, that... What is it? The, the chorus is, if you close your eyes, that's kind of like... That's kind of... And applicable. Pompeii is about a, a volcano that's exploding, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you dog. Uh, any One Direction song? I, do I you even know any of them, Charles Manson? Yeah, no, I'm not saying anyone. And then... Uh, uh, <laughs> also, uh, Partition by Beyonce. 
Wow. All right. He's in the yeah, that story. last one. That last one makes sense. All right, cool. Well, thanks for calling in, Charles Manson. <laughs> thanks for calling Charles Manson and telling us <laughs> your sex life. I'm going to hang out in prison here. Hey, yeah, good, good luck That's in your right. next marriage. In your marriage. Thank you. Thanks very much, guys. It means a lot to me. We all tortured right. some folks. <laughs> all right, thanks, Charles. Uh, so, all right, this is... Um, it's going to be hard for everybody to see this, but I would love if you guys could just kind of gather in over here and like come around and watch this digital sex video. Um, <laughs> this is a Vice documentary that just came out, and so this is like a preview for it, but um, it is a preview for basically they're talking about like virtual reality and how that's going to supplant relationships and. Uh, create new ways for people to please themselves that will supplant uh you know normal relationships and so this is the this is the video since the first time i turned on a computer and patiently waited for the modem to dial out i've been hooked on technology now the rise of social media endless new tech and a blurring of our real and online selves has transformed how we interact and as we spend less time with loved ones and more time staring at screens, it's the definition of intimacy that's become even more ambiguous. So she, yeah, she's so putting on an Oculus Rift right now. No signs of slowing down. How is love and sex faring in today's digital age? I absolutely believe that machines will be able to evoke and create the same kinds of experiences that real human beings evoke and create in us. We may seek out digital devices that are designed perfectly and exactly to meet our every need without any interruption that might come from a real person. When you tell people that this kind of technology exists, the first thing they think is, oh wow, can we fuck with it? You can satisfy any kind of weird kink niche thing that like, turns <laughs> you on in that? VR. We are inexorably tied to digital technology as a part of our evolution now. Okay, so basically you can't see it, but there's just people like fucking fleshlights and like rubbing their dicks on like round things. There's that some they pretty hot computer chicks. <laughs> Adi, do you, do you think you and I will have real life boyfriends and girlfriends before we have to have that? I would rather die alone than yeah. be in love with an Oculus Rift virtual uh, human Did you being. see it's some so of those sad. booties? <laughs> no, that wasn't a booty. That was a picture of a booty. Yeah. And uh, what the guy goes on to say is like, this is the future of humanity. You know what? They can keep it, you know? <laughs> if, the, if those are all the, you know, all those nerds can jizz into metal cups and then yeah. they'll die off. And <laughs> Jace thinks the technology is, is a, that's what they're selling is just a metal cup. <laughs> that's basically what it is. Sunglasses and a metal cup. <laughs> That's uh, pretty much what it is. I'm going to get you a metal cup for Christmas now. <laughs> if you get a sandwich. What do you have to say about it, Stefan? I don't know. You seem pretty bewildered. Uh, you got to have a microphone to talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I don't know. I, I don't... No, I don't really... Th it's, it's, I don't think it's cool. I mean, if, <laughs> if Bill Cosby got involved with this, uh, there'd be like less... Rings for him. He can just uh, satisfy himself with the computer. Yeah, thank you. Not, <laughs> not to drug anyone. I mean, I mean, when did we mean? Um. <laughs> George. George. I had brain damage. He's bringing down the mood in here again. Oh, I'm sorry. 
No, it's okay. After um, you, you I brought think it if, down for 45 minutes. If that stuff, <laughs> if, <laughs> if that stuff started becoming so real, I, you know, it's totally fine, but I don't think anything will ever replace, uh, you put your hand upon my hip when I dip. You did. <laughs> what you if did. you put a really realistic feeling penis on a board and then you put a virtual helmet on that made you think there was a man there and then you could have sex with it so it seemed like it was a guy? With the board? Like you have to mount the penis on something. <laughs> <laughs> the penis on a board. It'd be a wood board. <laughs> okay. It'd just be Lots of splinters. A very realistic dick just stapled to a wood board. <laughs> And then super high tech virtual. <laughs> and for men, it's a wood. It's a it's a metal cup on a wood board. <laughs> Gotta have the wood board in I there. I can't I can't decide which one I like better, the that version of a virtual sex or the virtual sex that was in that one movie with Sylvester Stallone. Is it Bicentennial Man? What is it? <laughs> yes, it's yes. De- it's Demolition Man. Bicentennial Man is that Robin Williams it's, it's, movie. It's, it's, <laughs> this kid's just an idiot. Demolition You're thinking man. of Patch Adams. It's, <laughs> No, it's in, Dem- it's in Demolition Man where she goes, oh, do you want to have sex? And they put on these things and it's like strobing lights and it's all terrible and he hates it. Nobody? I've never really? seen Demolition Man. Has nope. anyone here seen Demolition Man? Nope. Uh, yeah, I've seen Demolition Man. Do you remember that part? Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan dreamed it. <laughs> um, well, okay, cool. I guess that's it with the digital sex thing. <laughs> Shit. All right. We'll go over None to Andrew like here for, uh, yeah, for Outrage of the Week. What's yeah. up, Andrew? How you doing? Uh, Andrew. What? Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll get over to that next. we still got more stuff, too. But what's up, Andrew? What's your Outrage of the Week? Yeah, man. Uh, hi, George. Uh, fucking Obama had his little <laughs> immigration speech this week, and oh, right. the four major networks uh, opted not to air it. They claimed that it was because they have, like, Sweeps Week, and they needed to get their ratings and shit. But it was a 15-minute speech, um, and uh, it was pretty much bullshit. I was really pissed about it, because it's like, <clears throat> the people who get their news, it's like it's just a fucking PR thing. Like, he's in cahoots with the networks. Uh, Obama is? Obama, absolutely. Well, apparently he's man. not. Why didn't they show his... Well, they didn't show it because I, it's, it's fucking political. They played it on Telemundo and Univision, because they know that the Latino uh, viewers would be into this immigration announcement, but they know that... Like, the people who get their news from network television who are watching during prime time are, like, middle-of-the-country Republicans who will be pissed about this immigration announcement. So they didn't play it like yeah. that because they know that, you know, like, tortured some liberals who live in cities are going to be getting their news on the Internet and they'll find it out anyway. Yeah. But it's just like we're, Obama's like, I'm going to do this one thing, but to keep people from getting pissed off, I'm just, like, not going to tell the – like, I'm, I'm just going to, like – it's You think he intentionally didn't want it on absolutely, network television? absolutely. He, but I, what I've heard looks really bad. It I mean, I've heard him the, look terrible. Yeah, I've heard the opposite as well. Is that he wants people to get riled up about it because if he gets right wing people riled up about it and get them saying stupid things, then it will get people outraged. It'll get people put you a know. Democrat back in office. You know, twenty sixteen. That's right. I love Gilly when she's chewing on gum. <laughs> no, it's no, cool. Man, it's, you have an attitude about off. you when you're chewing on gum. Bigly. It it makes me very angry. It's like it, I I don't know. I can't really completely understand it. It seems unprecedented that you hear like, oh, the president's going to give an announcement or get, like give a speech tonight. That's always like it cuts into. So you programming. think this is an Obama conspiracy? I think so. I don't know if that makes me sound crazy, but I really do believe that. What do you think about nine eleven? 
I don't want to get into that, but I think you're the person to ask. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next week. I don't know what happened. Yeah, we could talk about that another time. JFK, (laughs) however, we all know about that. That was real. Can I? JFK really died? Mm -hmm. We can rage. Um, I thought of a week in rage. If I could uh, just. Outrage of the week. An outrage of the week. Yeah, Yeah. what's yours? Well, it's kind of like a platform that I've been trying to push for many years now. And. Uh, you know, I know that this podcast reaches hundreds of thousands of people every week, and I just wanted 60. to uh, use this, my opportunity to talk about um, parking and parking garages. I know it's coming up on holiday season. We're all going to be going to the malls and stuff. Okay. Waiting for someone to pull out of a space on the first or second floor of the parking garage is just, it, it just grinds, <laughs> it grinds my gears, <laughs> if I can use Stefan. Um it, there's always more parking on the third and fourth and the rooftop. If yes. you just continue to snake through, you will come across an empty spot. Stop giving away all the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, just for your fellow man, just don't be the one that's waiting for the spot. You know, you see someone walking with their bags to their car. But that's the closest spot. Uh, it's not. It's not. Far. They build. They build the parking garages so that like. Whether you're on the fourth floor or the third floor, you're you're going to be as near as you are on the second floor to a stairwell or an elevator. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Also, also, I think what you're specifically getting at is you're causing a backup over here. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm chewing my big league chew, and I'm going to say that's not caring about your fellow man. <laughs> I Gilly, love Gilly. I love Gilly when she's chewing gum. She's become a softball player. <laughs> Gilly's our new right wing um, <laughs> mouthpiece. <laughs> So it takes, yeah, I, I know the reason I don't like to go up to the top is because sometimes during the holidays when it's really crowded, you can get stuck up there and it'll take you like an hour to get out. Well, that's because people yeah. don't, because people are also waiting for a spot. It's all, I'll tell you what, guys, you got to park in the surface lot. You got to start riding bikes. Yeah. Start riding bikes. Shopping um, online. Well, I think we just found a new person to do Outrage of the Week. Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, stuff that matters as someone, as someone who also gets really pissed when people are waiting to pull into spots yeah that drives me crazy thank then, you uh, I'm, I'm happy to hand over oh the, thank the, you the this is the stuff that matters really so george had a segment here that he wanted to do are you ready george yeah do you have my music i sure do buddy ladies and gentlemen we are getting into the hollywood hoedown hey guys if you haven't if you have not been following the news this week, you might have missed out on this. Miley Cyrus celebrated the big 2-2 with Patrick Schwarzenegger in WeHo at the Factory Club. <laughs> Hayden Panettiere befriended Tony the Gorilla in the Kiev Zoo. She calls the zoo her second home, guys. <laughs> Orlando Bloom shows off his fake chest tattoo while in Prague. You guys heard about that? No. He showed off his fake chest tattoo while in Prague. It was for the new thriller Unlocked. And last but not least, looks like Bill Cosby raped a bunch of women. Ooh. Uh, here we go. That was one of the worst segments we've ever done. <laughs> if you don't do it every week. You just read stuff that you saw on the internet. You gotta verbatim. do it every week. <laughs> what website was that? Cortez Hilton. <laughs> this right. is good, no, George. Por- for pe- like we're, we're going to be stealing viewers away from TMZ now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Thanks just a little you. something for everybody on the show. Yeah. Right. Well, we got time to go to a couple more callers here, so we're going to go ahead and get to these last... I see a couple more. Yeah, the phones are lit up here, and we want to make sure everybody has a chance to talk to us if they want to call into the show. 
So uh, we're going to go ahead and... Oh, yeah, 818-292-5045. Please give us a call. That's my phone number. It's 818-292-5045. A couple people suggested that I actually get a separate number for the show, but I'm glad I didn't because barely anyone has called me yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> remember, send us. Make me regret that. Send us those far. All right, caller, are you on the phone? Hello. Hello, Chris. Hi, caller. Thanks for calling in to Chris and George in the morning. Chris, it's really hard to hear you. I will have to turn up my microphone inputs. Oh, it oh. sounds like a robot is calling. Chris? Maybe it's oh, a, maybe love it's thing, a yeah. sex robot. Hello? Chris? Yes, I'm calling for Chris. I'm returning your affections. <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit there. I am a sex robot calling to win you over. Oh, Ooh, man. What do you look yeah. like? Well, right. It's <laughs> a metal cup. Right now, <laughs> I, have a, I have a Pentium Core Duo. A Pentium Core Duo processor. Okay, oh well God, that's Chris, not very sexy. Have, Chris is hard. As Shut up! Right I'm not hard. I have a solid state hard drive. <laughs> so you are hard. <laughs> a solid state what? A solid state hard drive. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, are you are you single? I don't like to qualify myself in such mannerisms. I am a being of the world. Um, Adi, Adi is a Mac user. I don't know. Pentium. Ooh, are you compatible? Pentium Core processor. I am compatible with all software. Okay. Macintosh, IBM, Humanoid. Okay, well, oh my God, Chris, regardless, get your hand hey, out of your pants. Hey, You're hey, hosting hey, a show. Up. Regardless of how this thing looks, <laughs> so your I just need to know. <laughs> I, I don't think I could really make a connection with a robot. I As think you, you can. Oh my god, your balls are so listen, engorged, listen, Chris. Chris, listen closely. I am playing Bell and Sebastian for you. <laughs> no, I like to play that for other people. That's, what's that? Did I lose you? Oh, I hear it. Actually yeah, I hear it. it's going on in the background there. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. So tell me what you're doing to yourself. I am currently running all my processes. Ooh. My RAM is so full. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, baby. My system tray is overflowing. <laughs> Ooh, man. Are you a, also a photocopy machine? Yes, I am an all-in-one. Ooh. Do you have a dildo, stable duo, wood board? <laughs> I couldn't process it. My RAM is too full. Oh, are, are you male or female? <laughs> I come in all accessories. <laughs> all right. Oh, Chris is done. Oh, I already, God. I came a while ago. You! Thanks, caller. <laughs> leave, leave your number with uh, the producer. Not, maybe I'll get back to you. If I, if I gave you one of those virtual things, the, the mask and something, a metal cup or something to put your dick in, would you try it once? Um, I mean, I don't think anything would be better than just masturbating. Like that's already great. <laughs> wait, wait, except There's for sex. <laughs> well, yeah, with a woman. No, yeah, real <laughs> sex. <laughs> real sex, obviously, would be nothing's one, better than masturbating. What did you call it, Andrew? Future. What did you call it last night when we were watching the digital sex thing? I don't remember. You don't remember? I think you were calling it like uh, future. Nah, fuck. I wish future, you could remember. Future bone. Uh. It, it was just Future like that it was just fancied up oh yeah it was just it's just like fancy masturbation yeah the video you have to see the video the video there's like this one weird shot for like a second where dude just there's like this orange like 
pillow looking thing just like slamming into this guy like yeah. it's yeah. not sexy we it watched it but yeah. for the audience yeah uh, okay we're gonna go to the next caller here you're on with chris and george in the morning hello this is alex jones of Infowars. Uh, alex jones of where Infowars. Infowars. are you familiar with my website i am yeah it's like a conspiracy website they get I'm the sure truth that out Andrew there is. oh yeah all the time oh yeah alex Andrew, jones I heard, I heard this guy I'm calling in solidarity with Andrew here. It is Obama that's running the networks. Oh, thank you. It's so good to hear that from you. <laughs> Don't encourage this guy. Obama is running uh, the McRib as a distraction. <laughs> uh, the McRib is a distraction for what? Did you notice that the McRib only comes back around election time? No, no. it comes out every year. I noticed that it comes every back year that's in it. November. Yeah, every year is the cover, but it comes out exactly in the fall. I I, I think the McRib exactly comes back in the fall. <laughs> exactly the precise the fall time that you can ever yeah. pinpoint. Are you saying the McRib only comes back once every four years? No, no, no. He's saying it, no, comes, it back comes back in November. Yeah. The conspiracy is that it comes back every year. So that's the cover. can you tell us about like how that connects to elections? People are distracted. They're shoving McRibs in their faces. Yeah. They can't get down to the voting booth. They can't pay attention. Same thing with pumpkin spice. You think the fact that everything has pumpkin spice in it is a coincidence? Alex, those are just seasonal things that are like pumpkin spices. It comes from pumpkins. That's yeah, it's like cozy. Seasonal. Thanksgiving's coming around. People are running around being distracted by their travel plans. Thanksgiving's been around for like... Uh, hundreds of years. Thanksgiving is. Are you saying Thanksgiving is Obama? <laughs> Wait, I had to give. I had to give a fact. Brain damage. Apparently, Chris yep. knows the truth about the origin of Thanksgiving. It was back hundreds of years ago in Europe. That's the real Thanksgiving when the Illuminati started. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking crazy bastard! We got to get this guy on the show. Yeah, this <laughs> he sounds, and I have a lot to talk about. I know, this sounds really interesting. Hey, uh, what do you think about beer, what do you think about JFK? Do you think that, that was a conspiracy, or do you think that was the real? Do you think he was assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald? Uh, he was definitely just assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald. That's an open and shut case. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, well, don't that. waste my time with that garbage. Think about it. Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, we're gonna go to one more caller here on the line. You're on with Chris and George in the morning. Um, hello. Hey, thanks for calling. Oh, thank you for having me. I uh, accidentally called this number. I was trying to look for a suicide prevention hotline. Um, uh, this um, isn't the, well. The I mean, this isn't number. this isn't that number. But is there anything we can do to help you? Are you if you're feeling sad or depressed or We're anything? We're not qualified. Well, I mean, like I just my family left town for Thanksgiving, and I don't have any friends. Oh, <laughs> Gilly's having a friend's Kristen. Sorry. Oh. Gilly, this person's. Oh, I don't care if he's about to commit suicide. We have table settings to think about. Can, well, can uh, I come up? I mean, that's exactly what I was looking for. It was just a friend's giving. I was hoping I'd find one. So you're in Los Angeles? I am. I'm actually, I live on a street called Alvarado. Oh, wow. This is somebody very close you're, by. We live well, on 1800 North Alvarado Street. Well, there's a, there's a. There's a box uh, that's on Alvarado where I live, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh. oh Rocky. Oh. Rocky. Is Rocky, that- you and your girlfriend seem very happy. If that, I mean, if this is Rocky, I don't know. We broke up. Oh, oh no. This is what this is about. Okay, okay. That, that actually makes that's me feel what- a little bit better about myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, Only Charles Manson to think about now. <laughs> I can't go to any of the shelters. They're all on her side. They're all they're all sided. With <laughs> oh, her she's still there. <laughs> <laughs> she all got of the, the shelters shelter- in the fight. 
Yeah, all I got was the dog. Those lawyers, man. Wait, Screw you. Wait, if you have a dog, then you're definitely invited to Friendsgiving, okay? <laughs> oh, thank God. This dog has gotten me through life. Well, okay, I mean, well you just, can't. Just you can't. You have to be respectful of of Gilly's dinner. You can't, you know, panhandle or anything. There, you gotta just. Jesus, I, George! Come on, he's. <laughs> gonna, George, I don't, I don't tell, come on, George! I don't tell you what to do. I don't tell you to be an asshole or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying what Gilly didn't want to say. That's what she was afraid of. It's true. That I was gonna panhandle your friend, your rich friends. Well, I mean, we're uh, it's a bunch of different kinds of comedians, so. Some of my friends were already going to be panhandling. We can't have too many. Yeah, my, and Rocky, the guy that's in the the guy that's in the box next to me just started taking one to one classes at UCB. <laughs> that's cool. Hey, uh, That'll make you homeless for sure. Would you um, <laughs> would you be okay with like Gilly taking her pants off at her party? Is that cool with you? You cool? Absolutely. With that? Why would we? Why would I be okay with that? Oh, sorry. You're, yeah, I was just wondering. Rocky, also, it's it is courtesy to bring a dish. You should probably. Right, well, be... I can. Uh, Not the I bucket, can... please. Don't we know. Like a we know what's in the bucket. I know, there's several herbs that are edible uh, along the walking path. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, Get man. some leaves. All right. Well, thanks for bringing down the mood at the end of the show here, Rocky. Rocky, <laughs> happy, happy Thanksgiving. You can talk to us at any time. Okay. Okay. I love you guys. Don't do lot. it, man. Thank you very much. You Thank gave you for... my day. Uh, it's been a super happy ending for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you, Rocky. See you soon, dude. See you out on the stay corner up, of Alvarado and Glendale. Yeah, stay up, Rocky. All right. Stay frosty, guys. All right. Did he say stay frosty? Stay frosty. <laughs> I don't know what that means. All right. Uh, well, that was Rocky calling in. I guess that's pretty much all we got for today. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, take you guys out with the Fat Albert opening theme song, unless you got anything else here. Yeah, guys, us. just remember to um, to send us your farts. And tip your bartenders. <laughs> Yes, we're going to have an episode next week, so we'll see you next week. Hey, hey, hey! It's Fred Albert, and I'm going to sing a song for you. And Bill's going to show you a thing or two. This is Bill Cosby coming at you with music and fun. And if you're not careful, you may learn something before it's done. Hey, hey, hey.